If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast with me, your host, Mallory Donahue. Oh, I thought I had all the lighting set up like I liked it, but I think you guys will be able to see me just fine. Hi, Sandy. How you doing? Um, I updated my Facebook app, and now live looks very different to me, so <laughs> sorry if uh, things look a little funny. The camera setup is uh, is different with the new app update. Hey, Lonnie. How you doing? Uh, <clears throat> it's good to see everybody. If you're listening to this via podcast, just remember that we have an excellent Facebook group at so uh, at facebook.com slash group slash self-sewn wardrobe, and it's a really wonderful, positive community where we offer a lot of support. Uh, hi, Fred and Betsy, and if you are joining in and uh, you're a new member or you're somebody who looked at the past posts and you saw that we did... The month of making underwear last month, you know, um, we, we're we sort of rotating around the themes at the moment, but you can make whatever you want whenever you want in this group. It's not like something that is strictly enforced, but we have had requests for just a little bit of a, <clears throat> a focus, sort of something that allows you to, um, like, you know, I don't know, uh, I have an accountability buddy <laughs> of sorts, an account, you know, someplace where you can be held accountable. So I don't know. I think it looks like maybe this morning I am not seeing comments on the live video. That always makes me sad. And this morning has been a little bit of a stressful one for me. I'm pretty pregnant and don't, <laughs> don't want to be pregnant anymore. I'd rather have the baby. So uh, anyway, that would be lovely. But today we're talking about drafting. So uh, the past couple weeks we've been gearing up to make leggings. ZD and I, if you're unfamiliar with who we are, we run SewHere.com. And we've got a couple of online classes. So um, one of those is the Made to Measure Leggings class. And this class is uh, like our first online class, the EZT class, a self-drafting course. So you take your measurements and then you plot them out and you make your own pattern, okay? And that can be really helpful to start to understand uh, your what your body looks like as a flat pattern. Oh, and ZD's going to be comment moderator for me, I think. She she zoomed up here when I said I couldn't see the comments. So, uh, anything interesting? Did anyone say Everybody that? Everybody's saying good morning. Hey. Uh, cool for Sandy. <laughs> okay. Well, if we get any questions while I'm drawing, like, these pictures that I plan on drawing, you let me know, okay? Uh, all right. So, when you draft your own pattern you get to kind of have a little bit of an inside look at how commercial patterns are drafted. Now, leggings and the easy tee are fairly simple patterns. They're not, um, you know, it's not like we've got a set-in sleeve and princess seams and all that. So this is a really nice place to start. And you get to see, like, the framework of the pattern before you put in all of your outlines, all of your cutting lines, your seam allowance, and things like that. And that's why these drafting courses, I think, can be really 
helpful to people. Even if you're like, well, I, you know, I've made leggings before. Or I, I have a t-shirt pattern. It can sort of help you to get your, to know your body. And Marty is uh, someone who was so sweet. She posted in the group that after she took the EZT class, it really enhanced her self-drafting confidence. And she ended up sort of using those skills of transferring her body measurements down onto flat pattern pieces in order to self-draft a bra. So while we don't have a self-drafted bra class on, you know, the website yet, we, um, you know, we're, we're definitely teaching you techniques that help you to get your measurements translated into flat pattern pieces. So I just want to talk a little bit about what the leggings pattern ends up looking like. So squeak. <laughs> I'm going to draw <clears throat> a little approximation of what the leggings would look like. And then I'm going to zoom in a bit after I draw this approximation. So that, oh, I guess I should put this over here. This person has really short legs. This is my pattern. <laughs> yeah, or ZD's pattern, right? <laughs> All right. Is there a pattern? Okay. Oh, I always forget to put front and back. Okay, so when I say that leggings are kind of a simple pattern and like the, the easy tee is kind of a simple pattern, you know, the leggings pattern, we're drafting one pattern piece. Uh, it is a leg and they get put together, okay? So, look at that down there. Isn't that nice? <laughs> fix my knee. Okay, so the measurements we take in the class are your waist, your thigh, your knee, your ankle, and your front and back rise. And this is sort of what a generic leggings pattern could look like. But here's the deal. We are not all generic people, okay? <laughs> so you might end up getting a pattern that looks really different from anything you've ever worked with before. If you don't listen to the Sewing Out Loud podcast, well, I highly recommend you do because it's amazing. Uh, that's the podcast that ZD and I do together, and it's released every Friday. And we just released an episode last Friday about people's expectations about clothing. And we did that between ready to wear, self-sewn, and then self-sewn and self-drafted. Because we've talked about how we've had customers who come to like our, you know, perfect t-shirt drafting class and they see a t-shirt pattern that's like really narrow on top and really wide at the bottom uh, and they're like, wait, this doesn't look like any garment I own, you know, or this doesn't look like any t-shirt pattern I've ever opened up out of the package. What the heck's going on here? And it's like, well, remember how we talked about how your t-shirts are too big in the shoulders when they fit you in the hips or too small in the hips when they fit you in the shoulders? This is where that's coming from. This is also where the recommendation for grading between pattern sizes can come from. So if you're a person who feels like your thighs are much larger in relation to your waist or something like that, if you were to purchase a manufactured like uh, commercial leggings pattern, you might find yourself grading between smaller size at waist, bigger size at thigh or something like that. 
Well, when you do the drafting uh, and you start out with your measurements, there's none of this sort of like adjustment necessarily to be done in that way. Now, we do tell you that your first pair should be your test pair, kind of your muslin pair, because where things can get a little imprecise and subtle, okay, are when you start to draft curves, for the easy tea class, I wrote a blog post about the underarm curve. We talked about that. That's the big curve in the class, basically. And then for leggings, the big curve, the, you know, the important curve, is the crotch curve. And crotches are something we love to talk about in this class, okay? Or in this class, in this group, in this community, whatever. <laughs> uh, we like to talk about crotches all the time. Um, leggings don't necessarily require a super precise crotch curve because we're working with such stretchy fabric, but it does require a bit of an understanding about how this fabric works. So I've, I've discussed this quite a few times. Um, if anybody finds the blog post uh, on the site, I'll, I'll post it here in the comments too. It's called For Whom the Crotch Curves, to keep with our Hemingway um, funniness. We talk about how uh, the crotch curve needs to be drafted in order for you not to get a bunch of extra fabric in the front or in order for you not to have a camel toe. Um, we decided that when we say the word camel toe that we mark the, the episode as explicit. So we, <laughs> we'll do that for this one. <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case. Yeah, everything's explicit now. So Tracy said it was, Tracy and Sandy both liked the last episode of Sewing Out Loud. Uh -huh. And Megan says the best thing, best thing about self-drafted is there is no size label. That's right. So uh, yeah, Tracy and Sandy said they liked the last episode of uh, Sewing Out Loud, and that's where I said that we kind of talked about expectations of, of like how these patterns should look. I mean, if you think about when you first started sewing and you opened up a commercial pattern, you were like, what the heck is this compared to clothing you've bought? And then you start to draft for yourself and it can really look different, okay? Um, a couple, another question that we got, and I couldn't respond to this last night on my phone, and I am just gonna play the pregnancy card. I don't know if Katie uh, Metsaitis, or Metsaitis is, uh, I don't know how you say her name, oh, she if she's watching. Up, well, she's not on. Okay, well, uh, she, she watches, she does watch, um, and, and she commented last night and she said her front rise and her back rise were really similar heights, okay? So I'm just gonna, say, you know, in a traditional leggings pattern, what you're going to find is that the front is often lower than the back. Because often, people's butts are bigger than their fronts. But not all the time, okay? Uh, can I continue with this, or did someone yeah, else have a well, question? I mean, I, I, what I would, my comment would be, you know, that's why people complain about them rolling in the front yeah. and rolling in the back. Okay, so let me, let me yeah. talk about this. Yeah, that's a really good point, Mom. Um, if I would have told mom that I needed her help today, she would have, <laughs> I'm sure she would have gotten ready, <laughs> but she's very nice in coming up here and being comment moderator. Okay. So I'm going to draw this, uh, draw these rises more like Katie said hers is. Okay. So Katie said her front rise is only a quarter inch lower than her back rise. And when I say that this is like out of the ordinary, I don't really mean out of the ordinary for the general population. I just mean for how commercial patterns are drafted. So if your front and back rise are very similar, don't worry about it. If you measured correctly, and Katie said she did, she said she used three different crotch objects to double check her <laughs> measurements. Um, uh, that's fine. 
and you can just draw your line. Give it a slight curve, just a little bit. You can draft it straight across, probably especially for leggings because we're making them out of stretchy fabric. We apply elastic to the waistband or some sort of stretchy treatment to the waistband. That's fine. This is something we came up against when we drafted uh, patterns at the Baby Lock blogger conference. We had someone whose front and back rise were exactly the same. So if you're somebody who says, I have a really flat butt, well... You know, uh, if your tummy is not very voluminous and you have a really flat butt, your front and back rise might be the same, okay? And that is A-okay. I drafted my leggings for my big pregnant belly. And so, and I also drafted them very high, okay? Like I drafted them up over my belly. So to accommodate for that, I measured over that that really large stomach, okay? Uh, so my front rise, I think, was maybe even a little higher than my back yeah. rise, wasn't it? Or, or the same, because I did the back really high, too. Oh, okay. You know, uh, so totally fine. Not a problem. Don't even worry about it. The other thing I want to talk about here, and I'm going to make some dash marks on my... On my um, pattern here, I'm going to make somebody with a little bit wider thigh, okay, and make these dash marks. And this is just another way for me to point out how the crotch curve should be drafted, and I think this is in the blog post, but it's not going to hurt to write it again. Also, anyone watching, please absorb this information, all 47 or 51 of you or whatever, <laughs> in case... Sam and mom and I are all pushing a baby out and someone asked this question. Oh, no, I'm going to text during the delivery. Oh, okay. But, but <laughs> no, you might be texting up my crutch, not someone else's crutch, okay? Uh, so, anyway, do not, what I want to say here, do not be afraid of flatness in your crotch curve, okay? Now, in the class, in the Made to Measure Leggings class, which you can get at sewhere.com slash leggings. ZD drafts her pattern. She doesn't have a huge difference between waist and thigh, uh, and she's a fairly slender person. So she doesn't have a lot of this flatness. But Lonnie is someone who, like, she was one of our testers, and she emailed me. And, I was going to say and, they should tag Lonnie. Uh, yeah, there you go. Tag Lonnie. Okay, don't be afraid in your crotch curve to have several inches of vertical, like, straightness up there near your waist. It's okay. Um, and then also, on your thigh measurement here, this widest measurement um, on my pattern approximation, do not be afraid of horizontal flatness, okay? And where these lines come together, these perpendicular lines, that's where that curve needs to be. It doesn't need to be, like way out here. Okay, that's wrong. It's like really wrong. Okay, that's too much extra fabric. The curve does not need to be way out here <laughs> on the back. It needs to be nice and tight into those perpendicular lines, except where you have that right angle, and then curve it. So really, almost everyone's crotch curve looks almost the same, except for the degree of like the length of flatness and um, vertical flatness, uh, vertical and horizontal flatness, okay, that you have. What that does, our fabrics have 50 to 75% stretch. 
they're going to stretch around your belly. It's going to stretch around your butt. I know because I have um, a belly that was like 10 inches bigger than my waist, okay? And then people are like, hey, I got a bubble butt. You know, how do I account for that? It's all in the rise, okay? So we, we cover all of that in the drafting. That's fine. But when you make those lines too far away from your perpendicular lines, that's where you get that extra fabric. And it's like embarrassing looking or you're like, oh, this is like a more relaxed fit than I wanted for my leggings or whatever, okay? Now, it is something fairly simple to fix. <laughs> you know, you just tighten up that crotch curve. You may hear us talking about shaving down the crotch curve. But for those of you who are helpful, wonderful people, if someone asks this question while I'm in labor or on maternity leave, please point them to this live video or um, point them to the blog post. That would be really helpful. So I just wanted to... Uh, in closing, say that when you draft your own pattern, there might be some hesitancy because it might look really different from anything you've ever worked with before. It might look really similar, but it might look really different, especially if you're someone who's been struggling with fit in uh, in commercial patterns. And what mom said earlier, if anybody missed it because she's not actually like on screen, you know, if you find that your front rise and back rise are really similar height. You may have been someone who is complaining about the front rise being too low or the back being too high in another pattern. Um, if you are somebody who's finding you're working in a lot of horizontal flatness into your crotch curve, you may be someone who said, oh, I made leggings that fit me in the waist, but they were far too small in the thigh this was uncomfortable, this stretched out my fabric too much and made my, um, you know, uh, little kitties look like big, huge tigers when they were on my thighs or something like that. Uh, so that, or, or if you're somebody who has that, you may have made a pair of leggings that were too big in the waist and fit you okay in the thigh. So that's where this all comes into play. And we've had a lot of people be really successful with this class. I'm very, I'm very happy with it. I, I mean, I'm happy with, with both of our classes because I've had some beautiful easy tees made too. But Jean is someone who said that she drafted leggings for all of the members of her family in order to make Halloween costumes. Uh, Jackie was like, oh, I made my own, self-drafted my own undies. I self-drafted my own leggings. Why do I keep buying patterns, you know? So, throughout... Oh, for the pictures on the front. Well, you can, like, screenshot those. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you can Pinterest all those. Um, th so, throughout this month, after we get our perfect pattern drafted, we are going to explore things like color blocking. And Glenda, Mom, I don't know if you noticed last night, she posted a picture of some like a really popular type of color blocking that I've seen a lot. And it is so easy to do. So easy. Once you have the leggings pattern of your dreams, okay, uh, we're going to be able to add pockets. The first thing we're going to add is a power mesh waistband, which could be color blocked if you wish for it to be as well. Um, uh, a fabric waistband, something else that's pretty simple to do. That would probably be like the most simple hack, uh, quote unquote hack. Uh, so fabric waistband, um, power mesh waistband, various color blocking techniques, not just color blocking designs, but 
how to color block, how to actually approach, how to do it an easy way. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you can do that for some of the color blocking techniques. And then pockets as well. And people are asking, zipper uh. po- we will do three types of pockets. Key pocket, cell phone pocket, zipper pocket. Okay, mom says for pockets. <laughs> we will do uh, three different types of pockets. We're going to do a little key pocket. That's in the waistband, mom. Is that the one in the waistband? Yeah, the key pocket. Okay, key pocket in the waistband. Uh, zippered pocket on the side. Okay, and I guess, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, guys, once we show you how to do things, the sky is the limit. I mean, you're going to be set on fire. I think some of you might not realize, um, I I don't want to say it's simple because sometimes that's that's like a rude thing to say to somebody like, oh, that's so easy. Why can't you figure that out? But once we show you some of the... uh, Process. The process of like modifying a pattern. I think a few of you are going to get really inspired and really go crazy. Okay. And then we're going to do a pocket that is sort of like an overlapping, uh, it's a cell, flappy it's a cell, phone cell phone pocket. Okay. So call it, you know, whatever you want to put in there, but cell phone is a good. You put your cigarettes in there. You put your, <laughs> your cigarettes in there <laughs> while you're running. Your vape. Class. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I was going to say condoms. <laughs> Didn't mom, mom was saying that someone was complaining because we're now a part of the SEC. I don't even, you know, know Southeastern Conference. Yeah. That's like football talk, American football talk. And you have to bring a clear bag to the stadium. Now, this is something that I will never have to worry about because I don't go to football games. But I, a lot of people locally here, they just freaking love it. I mean, and you all enjoy things okay I'm not I'm not making fun of anybody but I just don't go to football games so you have to bring a clear bag now and I guess someone was complaining like because they're like what if I bring condoms and someone can see them and I was like well you are just a walking advertisement for safe and responsible uh sex on a college campus I don't know own it you know <laughs> so in your you, you can make your leggings pocket mesh is what I'm saying okay That's yeah right. go ahead mom so Fred says figuring out is the hard part not doing it and Lonnie came back with exactly Fred that's why she buys patterns because sometimes the pattern will tell you how to figure it out that's right that's that's really an excellent yes. an excellent point yeah when you're and you know sometimes you just don't want to spend the brain power figuring it out you know where I like would buy patterns or like where I'm most apt to buy patterns are for coats and specialty woven collars. Okay. I don't want to like draft that. I'm, I can't come up with a collar that I've wanted to wear, but like of the decades of style patterns are vintage pattern, uh, vintage inspired patterns. They have a lot of really interesting lines to them. And I'm like, you know what? Someone else made sure that that collar was going to lay correctly. <laughs> yes. Um, the, right, the right amount of ease, you know, da, da, da. Of course, knit patterns are, are kind of a different story. And hopefully we really kind of set you free to experiment. Now, just so you know, Lonnie, a lot of this color blocking slash adding in pockets slash all this. Mom's laughing because she knows what's coming. You have to trace, okay? Apparently, thinks you do noodling. What's noodling? When you go catch catfish with your... Or any fish. I am from... We are from Missouri. 
Um, Missouri is getting, like, the Ozarks area is getting a lot of attention lately. Like, this is kind of the hot spot to be. Okay, I need to get off of here because, um, I am, I'm not, (laughs) I don't know. I'm not having contraction right now. I feel like I've been, I'm, you've, like, just made me have one. Like, (laughs) maybe I can will you into labor. Yeah, can you all make me think, um. Baby thoughts or something. Like, you need to make me think baby thoughts. Anyway. <sighs> I will just say, just a little, uh, this is this is non-sewing related. Okay. That I really appreciate all of you in the group. You kind of lighten my mood. It's a pleasure to work with you. I've been really, I like cried a whole lot this morning. <laughs> Bonnie says noodling is thinking. <laughs> noodling is catching fish <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we don't know what noodling is. Anyway, let me get back to my sentimentalness. So I was just like sobbing this morning, like a good 10 minutes before going on this broadcast. But like, I know that being here is often something that will lift my mood. And now to lift my mood, I'm going to go take another shower because I am sweating m- my brains out right now. And uh, I'm going to like eat some things and watch Netflix and knit today. Uh, I can't pack anything up. No, we're recording today. Oh, we're recording today. But I can't pack anything up right now because uh, we're waiting on fabric. We got all caught up. Getting some fabric today. Love you all. Just so you know, when I'm having my hormonal crying fest, that you get me through it, okay? So um, I appreciate it. All right, well, I hope that you get something sewn today. We're going to record some podcasts today so that we have those for when I go into labor. And, um, yeah, have an awesome day, everybody. And I'll go back and look at comments and respond personally when I feel like it. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn.